Welcome to Books with Bitches. I'm Maria. And I'm Madison. Welcome. And today we are starting our new read on something completely different than our usual horror novels, which we somehow managed to choose. I'm not... Okay, no. You were the only one. I managed to choose. (laughs) You will not put this burden on me. (laughs) Okay, so it's my fault. So anyway, Madison decided that we needed a palate cleanser. So today... And it for sure is a palate cleanser. For you, it's a palate cleanser. It might make other people be like, what the? What? (laughs) What? We're reading Ice Planet Barbarians by Ruby Dixon. Yay! Special edition. I don't know what makes it special, if it's the cover, but it's a cool cover. Um, So... It has the epilogue on it, which we're including as part of the book, even though I think by the second section we'll be done with whatever they would consider like is the main story, which is probably all they put in the original novel. And the special edition has like the extra epilogue, which is like for us a whole nother section. So I figured why not? Oh, okay. That makes sense. Madison, since you chose it, since I already said you chose it, explain to us why. I wanted a palate cleanser. (laughs) And... I heard, uh, so my husband walks book, watches booktubers, and one of his booktubers watched it, and he's just like, this is exactly as advertised, and I'm not disappointed. So I picked it exactly as advertised, and so far I'm not disappointed. Someone from high school saw that I posted this on my story on Instagram, because every time I start a new book, I post it, and she goes, please tell me how it is. Because I, co- I made a comment on it, I said, oh boy. Not thinking that anyone really knew what this book was, but I guess she did because then she goes, not me thinking about it, but I just know about it from TikTok. And then she goes, it's kind of spicy, I heard. So she asked me to keep her updated. Are you keeping her updated? Yeah, I said you have to read it, but she hasn't read it yet. My message. Send her the copy when you're done. What if I want to keep my copy? Oh, okay. (laughs) No, it's funny that you bring that up because someone whose wedding I went to from high school, we were at her her bridal shower, or no, her bachelorette party. She'd said something, and I guess one of her coworkers got her into like spicy novels. And she was like laughing. She's like, oh no, not Ice Planet Barbarians. And I started laughing. I was like, oh wait, you read it? You're like my aunt. Why? Because my aunt reads spicy novels. She told me she she reads, but not aliens. She reads the Scottish Highlanders. Maybe you should introduce her into the aliens. <laughs> and she told me that she had a problem with like her Amazon Kindle or like whatever. Amazon Fire. It's like, I can't read that, my so smut. She, she had to call the helpline and they're like, oh, what novels were they? And she goes, I really don't want to tell you. And the lady goes... Well, I can't know which novels we need to refund you for if you don't tell us. So she's like, okay, but please don't laugh at me. <laughs> and I was like, no, that's silly. Now I know why she can't tell people. Okay, but if they don't know what the book is about, is it really that embarrassing? But when you see the cover, this you would never okay, suspect. These are also like the special editions because the original covers look like smutty novels and that could have been like the other reason i didn't want to read them because like i think hot take romance cover novel romance novel covers are ugly they're very like cliche i'm like i don't i don't 
I even want to hold this in my hand. This is something I will literally just download onto my phone so I don't have to look at the cover. It's the one with, like, the blue guy that's like this and the girl's like... Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, it looks dumb. I don't want that on my bookshelf. Pretty books only. It It is a very... Oh, wow. There's another cover that's very... Which one is it? Oh, it's Ice Planet Barbarian's Barbarian Lover. That's book three. I don't want to know what this one looks like. Share your screen. <laughs> Prison Planet Barbarian. Dude, what? <laughs> oh, no. oh no. Yeah, like the old covers, I'm not digging. They all look stupid. Like these are cool. I yeah. like these ones. I can do look the cartoon how tacky ones. He doesn't look like an alien. That is also accurate. Oh, wow. Well, we're just going to look at alien porn on Maria's computer. <laughs> <laughs> My FBI agent. <laughs> I feel so sorry for what the, Look at this one. That's too much. Okay, let's talk about how there's 20 novels in this series. We could get his peener. No, why does that exist? Oh my Apple god. <laughs> Well, this is scarily accurate. You think whoever made this reads my books? <laughs> Where are oh, the balls? Boy. I know. Thank you for sharing well, that, that with me. You're welcome. That was actually <laughs> very fun. I love that. <laughs> Should we put the, the picture of the dildo on the on the Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I picked the book. Maria, what did you think when I first told you that this was the book we were reading? <laughs> Because when you said that it was smart, I was like, oh, okay, this might be my first. Because, like, anytime I read a book that has any type of sex scene, I just start giggling. And then I'm like, I can't believe I read this. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so when you said that this was full on smut, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be be able to read this. And then I texted you saying, I can't do it. <laughs> I got really worried when you texted me that. And I was like, well, I was like, I don't have like, we didn't do a backup book. And then I didn't respond. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, I think we're not friends anymore. I was at my friend's house. I even got in trouble with Joshua because he's like, you literally ghosted me for an hour and a half. And I was like, we were talking about really deep stuff. And so you just didn't know what to think. I didn't know what to expect. You were right about the first chapter being a little slow. Because mm -hmm. I was like, okay. But then I think it was at the end of the first chapter, like that last sentence where I was like, oh, we really are getting into this. And then that's when I was like, I can't, I can't do it. I can't. And I'm giggling. I read it to Joshua and he goes, y'all are nasty. <laughs> okay. I'm going to bring up the, the argument of reading smut versus just watching straight up porn. Exactly. Okay. But the thing is with reading smut, there's actually like plot devices versus like, I don't know what plot device porn thinks it has but whatever there really is no plot and then if you like you know go forward to bypass what they're trying to do then you're like oh no i missed the scene now i need to go back and then you scroll back through the porn that you're watching and then it's just like now i'm invested At this point you're not even diddling yourself you're just trying <laughs> to see if she really got unstuck from the trash the the trash can what <laughs> the only porn i know that kind of has like some symbionts of a plot that i've the only reason i know about this is because it's on reddit as people being like yeah this is the funniest fucking porn ever is like the lemon stealing whores now i gotta look this up <laughs> it's like 
cut this out. I've never lemon. It's like Lemons? there's like a bunch of naked people in the backyard, and like pe- there's naked people like sneaking into the backyard trying to steal lemons off of this guy's lemon tree, and he just gets mad about it. Someone said the funniest porn intro ever. Have you seen it? No, <laughs> I've seen the intro, but that's a yeah. This is what I'm looking at because it's on YouTube. That's like the only plot thing I know about. <laughs> people are stealing the lemons. <laughs> Someone said, and this is why the lemons are separate from food. The chemistry between these two is incredible. <laughs> that was the most exaggerated what the fuck of all time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so honestly, I think Ice Planet Barbarians has more plot than the lemon stealing horrors. <laughs> it definitely does. And like we said, it takes about like 40 pages to get into the actual smut. Yeah, it does. The covers just, like, crack me up. The old covers and the new covers. Yeah, no, the old ones. Yeah, the old ones, like, they're tacky. I don't like them. Excuse me, he's supposed to be seven feet tall. He is not. He was colored and, man and blue. Old. I know. But yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I, okay, can we give our ratings now? Wait, I have one question. Which had more sex, Ice Planet Barbarians or the Red Tent? I think the red tent had more sex, but we didn't really know about most of it, except for a few select scenes. This one's just very explicit. I just I just think it's funny that we reread biblical smut for our podcast. <laughs> 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 but it like wasn't enough to turn me on because I was just okay, but honestly, too busy being terrified about being pregnant. <laughs> well, can we talk about how okay, wait, you know, I'm gonna keep my comment until we get to the scene. Okay. So I would rate this section, I'm not going to pretend like it's like, you know what? Five out of five. <laughs> Do you have the same rating? Uh, you know, I was thinking about this from my drive home from work and I was like, my, my scale is weird, right? And I was like, it's not a three because it's not that I don't like it, but I'm like, is it so much, is it so good that I give it a five? So right now I'm giving it a four. Let me ask you a question. Oh, you already answered this, but the purpose of smut is to turn you on. And did it turn you on? Perhaps. And it's not badly written. No, it's not. I'm going to give it a four. I want to keep, I want to see if this plot builds and then perhaps it'll get a five. No, we're rating this section though. I know, but this section, I'm going to give it a four. I'm going to give it a four. I just like because surprisingly none of the characters annoyed me yet that's pretty impressive considering most of the characters are women <laughs> but yeah i am enjoying this read i was just like i just want it. aliens dirty book it is it is both all right let's get into it <laughs> okay and i did like the what's that thing called for the readers when the author writes like this is to to whom oh, the dedication thank Yes, the dedication. I Her dedication, the dedication was funny. For the readers who are picking up these books for the first time, and for the readers who have been telling their friends about the Blue Alien books for over five years now, thank you. I was like, that's just so nice. I already feel invited. <laughs> I had heard about this book for a while, and I've never like, it was like, eh, not my thing. And then I was like, you know what? I just, I just want to laugh and not have to worry about incest and murder and adultery (laughs) yeah i agree okay so we open up part one with georgie 
who's the main character. She didn't believe in aliens yesterday, but yesterday is not today. To be, I don't believe in aliens, so. <laughs> I believe in aliens. I actually, if you look at like a lot of my doodles, they're all little UFOs with aliens flying out that have the peace sign. <laughs> I don't think these aliens are very peaceful. No, the basketball aliens. Or any of them. They fucking kidnapped, like, what, 20 girls? Yeah, it was the green aliens and the basketball aliens. You know, green aliens are in charge, and the basketball aliens are the bodyguards. We have a special guest. His name is Ralph. How old is that? Um, I got it from a vending machine a few months ago. Oh, okay. And I gave Joshua one, so we have matching. But anyway, he's going to be a part of this since he's an alien. He's, you know... Uh, um, he's the bad guy. He is the uh, knowledgeable one. He is the antagonist. He kidnapped people. Why did you kidnap people? You know, we don't know so far. In yeah, this I would like to figure out if later on in the book we find out why they were kidnapped. Well, so after we get into the abduction, once Georgie wakes up in like a cargo hold, someone named Liz decides to inform her of everything. And Liz draws the conclusion that they're either cattle or they're going to be sex slaves. So it's like, both either way, aren't great options. <laughs> right. Oh, someone's going to eat me or rape me. This is amazing. Yeah. Maybe both. But we basically learned that, like, they can't be loud. I guess these aliens don't like loud noises. Mm -hmm. And if they do end up being loud, then punishment. Yes. Which is very scary. It is very scary. But really, that's all I really have. The first chapter, none of these are labeled, which is really annoying. And it's a special edition, mm -hmm. so I don't know why they didn't put, like, chapter one. And Georgie's part of part one. I just noted that most of the girls, well, actually, all of the girls are about 22 years old. Not pregnant, healthy. So there's a reason why they're picking these girls, but they don't know and we don't know yet. Like you mentioned, it's either for sex slaves or for cattle. Well, there's like criteria and they just happen to fit. All of them fit that criteria. But going on to that, like we get into the section, they've been abducted. One more girl gets abducted. She screams. Bad things happen to her. She gets punished. And then I think they feel like they're they're taking off because their ears are popping and then they decide that now they're going to start to plan their escape plan. Right. Only because Georgie said something like Georgie, I feel is the mastermind behind like, you know, we got to try and do something. I mean, she's probably, she's been there the least amount of time. So she's probably the least tired. Right. So, but I do want to make a note too on page nine. She says, I'm Georgie says, I'm still wearing the sleeveless shorty pajamas that I'd gone to sleep in. It's not very warm or very concealing, and I absurdly wish that I had gone to sleep in a big flannel pajamas pajama set. I would like to say... To think I hadn't dressed properly for an alien abduction. <laughs> there are people that sleep naked. I don't sleep with pants on. So these aliens begin a full frontal view... I wouldn't say front of you. They'd be getting a full, view, a full view of my booty cheeks. I mean, I'm, they just probably don't care. It would just be so uncomfortable, especially if you're naked. Surprise. Maybe it scares the aliens, though, and they'll be like, no, we don't want this specimen. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that would be the case, but... But yeah, so at some point, they decide that something goes wrong with the ship, and the girl, her name's 
Kira, who has like a weird shell translator in her ear, tells us that something's going wrong with the ship and they're going to drop off the cargo and they know that something's going wrong because their ship bucket hasn't been emptied out. Yeah. And then their plan is to get one of the the bodyguards close enough to them to open the cage door and then to pour the shit on him, which I'm just like, (laughs) I mean, it's not a great plan, but it's something, I guess. I think the part that grossed me out, not the fact that they were going to pour the shit on him, but in order to get his like attention, the basketball guard's attention, he hawks a big wad of spit at him. And I can only, first of all, I was like, how did you manage to spit that far? And second, I must be a very powerful loogie if that's what causes him to turn around. You best not be hogging loogies at me. <laughs> I, I will punch you in the face. So yeah, it is weird. But then I also was kind of mad because they had all planned that they were going to jump him. Oh my god, that and made me no so mad. And then no one anything. <laughs> I was so mad for Georgie. Like, <laughs> she was like, y'all suck. But then they crash. Yeah. And everyone, like, blacks out. And then they find out they've landed, and they land on a snow planet. And be- I think because George- they decide because Georgie is the less injured of all of them, she gets to go adventure out into the ice planet world. But here's the thing. Georgie has to wear the guard's jumpsuit. And to me, I always imagine the guard's, like, way taller than them. But the jumpsuit apparently fits her. And then is too tight in the chest. And I'm like, this doesn't make any sense by the previous descriptions, but whatever. (laughs) I feel like this alien, have you seen the, this is the alien that I think of, that they might be. The other thing about this is, I don't mean to jab at Ruby Dixon, but some of your references, if these are 22 year old girls, are dated. Like what? Like the not Hoth reference. What? Oh, the Star Wars reference? Yeah, like these are like original Star Wars movies. Like oh, you and yeah, I are going to get no them, idea. but I know this book is really popular on TikTok, and I'm pretty sure a lot of these kids have not seen the original Star Wars movies. But yeah, so they decide Georgie needs to go out and and find help. And then eventually she almost gets her face eaten by a fucking fish. Yeah. By a bamboo fish? Yeah, and then... Yeah, and then she gets stuck in a trap and passes out. <laughs> oh, I do want to say, before, like, the girls were sending her off, like, Liz was like, I'll sing I Have the Tiger for you. And then, uh... That's, like, Georgie another goes, reference okay. where I'm just like, are, are people going to know what Rocky is? Oh, people know I Have the Tiger for sure. Yeah, but they do they know it's, like, a Rocky reference? Um, I don't think it's more so of the... I don't know. Because I didn't think of Rocky. I just thought of, like, how every time someone tries to get pumped up, they always play Eye of the Tiger. Like, in commercials and stuff. So, I got that one. But Georgie says, okay, fine. I'm going out in the snow. I need a couple of bars, the gun, and some water. We don't have canteens, Liz points out. Just eat the snow. Not the yellow snow. Someone chirps. And I'm like, aw, some comedic relief. That's nice after you guys just crashed and lost two of your stowaways. I mean, you don't... gotta look up somehow (laughs) but then i also had a comment on the next page how they say keep your hands tucked in your jacket your body warmth should help i nod and shove the gun down the front of my jacket too letting the long barrel rest between my boobs first of all you're not practicing gun safety and second of all 
Are we already trying to sexualize Georgie? It is a smut book. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. I was like, wow. Her boobs. We've already mentioned boobs. You're being weirdly prudish about this. Weird. It's not something I'm used to. It's a smut book. (laughs) I know. All right. Now we get into chapter two from Vectal's point of view. And I don't blame Vectal for being like, there is something weird in my trap. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but my question here is on um the first page. I think it's page 37 of this chapter. It says it doesn't smell Sakui and yet not. And I'm like, how does she already smell like your alien race, but not? Is that what Sakui is? I think so. I, I have no idea what these words are because... Because it's an alien language? Yeah, I don't speak alienese. <laughs> the Sakui are the modified socks living in Not Hoth. Is that literally what they're calling the planet? Just Not Hoth? Yeah. <laughs> they are descendants from survivors of a crash-landed ancient sock ship. They their names mean their name means people of the Kui. They are currently made up of a large portion of the population of Croatoan which also includes humans and human sock hybrids. I mean, I guess that's after this book. Wow. But anyway, um, he's poking it. <laughs> and then he noticed that his cooey resonates inside him. And this is the start of, like, I call it world building, where you're like, oh, what does this mean? But then he learns that, guess this means, like, they're, like, meant to be together or whatever. And then he undresses her and then shows his face in between her <laughs> A groan escapes me as my cock grows hard, the ridges on it swelling. I bury my face between her legs so I can taste all of her. Now, here comes the important comment I wanted to make. Are you going to give me the, the fucking consent is like a, a cup of tea? lecture whoa, whoa, whoa. no not even close oh <laughs> he has not showered in how many days and he's going down on her she probably a little ripe he doesn't know that like, and he, he's frankly it doesn't cares. sound like he cares i know <laughs> so i was just like wow but that is when i texted you i read that and i go i can't do it i can't do it because i was laughing so hard i was like oh my god he no, I think the correct the correct answer is she hasn't bathed in two weeks. Ripe. She is ultra seasoned. <laughs> but anyways, we go into chapter three and it's Georgie thinking she's like, I'm having a bad dream. And you know what? This isn't even the worst part of the dream. In fact, this is the part of the wet dream that I'm having and it's pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> Yay, Georgie. And then she realizes I'm naked. I'm naked. And there's a guy with a pair of massive curled horns rising from his head between my legs as I watch as I watch his tongue drags over my pussy again. This is not normal. This is not normal. And then she finds out he's an alien. I, I think that's pretty obvious from the blue dude with horns going <laughs> down on you. In a ripped tongue. My dog does not approve of our topic. Yeah, me neither. He's coming in to stare at me. He's just like, mom no (laughs) and then you get to the whole thing where they're like they both don't understand each other (laughs) and she's just she's like do i tell him to stop if i tell him to stop is he gonna kill me yeah and then i think she kicks him 
after, yeah, when he turned her over. I'm not, okay, I'm not going to lie. When he turned her over, like, onto her belly, I wasn't thinking he was going to put himself in her. I thought he was going to eat her ass. (laughs) You know, both are reasons to kick someone and say, no, no, thank you. (laughs) You can eat my ass after I shower. And then we get into part two. Yay. (laughs) All still from Vectal's, now from Vectal's point of view. And so now you get more world building where you say the residents of my cooey, the, my new reason for existing, has just planted her tiny, strange foot in my chest and kicked. It's almost like she does not want a mate. No, not at all. He's very straightforward. Yes. It's, it's funny because then he goes, but I'm puzzled as to why she would hurt herself. I rubbed my chest where her tiny foot landed. Without her leathers, her body seems even smaller. I think it's funny how she has English written out in the way that someone who doesn't understand English English <laughs> hears English. <laughs> Don't hurt, don't Because even sometimes I'm like, what does that say? And then I have to like read it out loud and I'm like, oh, okay. You have to to say it out loud and you're like, ah, I get it now. Yup. My favorite is when she does idioms like that. Which ones? I don't remember, but. Oh. There's like a couple like idioms and you're just like, what the fuck? And you're like, ah, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) One part on the next page where. I think this is where I started to be like, okay, I like Bechdel. He's definitely not going to be the bad guy here. When he says, this woman, this small creature who is half the stature of a Sakui is my mate. How can she possibly think I would harm her? But she is cringing back even now, as if expecting a blow to, to fall. Rage fills me. This is not a normal response. Someone has hurt my mate in the past. Bum, bum, bum. I was like... We love Bechdel. <laughs> You're like, we're all for the seven foot tall blue aliens. With the rib. <laughs> I mean, we've established what a cooey is. A cooey is like something in his chest that like vibrates and lets him know mm-hmm. that like that's his mate, I guess. And he's very upset that she does not have one. <laughs> yeah. And then she tries to, she's like telling him her name and he tells her his name. But he even says, like, on the last page, Talakakui is a death sentence. A death sentence. To see Shorzy so vibrant and so doomed makes my soul ache. But no, she is my mate, my other half. I'll do whatever is necessary to keep her. So does that mean that, like, maybe his people, if they don't have a Kui, they kill them? It sounds like he wants to give her one. So, like, maybe it's something you put in you. I don't know. Uh, maybe we'll find out. Maybe. And then a chapter five from Georgie's point of view. It's so funny. He keeps trying to like put raw meat into her mouth. <laughs> and she's like, that's fucking disgusting. Well, then she tries that like spicy Nutri-Grain bar thingy that I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, no, I can't do it. I mean, a package of jalapeno peppers mixed with a vile mealy texture. Yeah, that sounds like a nemory. I was like, I, I was like, jalapeno peppers aren't that spicy, unless these are special jalapenos. And that he feels fuzzy, and he wants her to take a nap. It's not the worst place to, in the world to be. I mean, if I have a choice between an old cargo bay alone in the snow or snuggled next to the pussy-loving alien, I'm going to go with option number three. Me too. And he still tries to feed her. She talks about how he has like these rub um nubby ridges. Along his chest and his face. 
But we don't know where else he has these nubby ridges. You're just so excited to talk about the ribbed alien tongue (laughs) and the ribbed alien dick. So basically at this point, we're learning more about like what he looks like with his like toes and stuff and how they have weird feet. He's giving her water. They go out of the cave. Um, Blah, 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 blah. She's trying to communicate to him that they have to go back up the mountain and he is just not having it. And then we learn the word for food, and his language is cusk. And then he decides he's going to feed her. Page 61, where she goes, So I push my head inside of his neck and press my cold face to his warm hair. He smells good, too. Great. Now I've got Stockholm Syndrome. And I was like, first of all, this is not Stockholm Syndrome. This man did not kidnap you. <laughs> <laughs> it would be if it was the green alien. I guess he's not a man. This alien did not kidnap you. That was a different alien. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's your Ralph's fault. Sorry, Ralph. Sorry, you're the bad guy today. He's got little skis, though. Ralph, you're still the bad guy. <laughs> but now we go into chapter six from Vectal's point of view. He, like, drops her off, and then he's worried because he's like, she doesn't know anything about this planet. Yeah. <laughs> then he now he tries to feed her the raw meat, and he's like, I offer her the most delicious parts of the thing. <laughs> and he, she is just like... Not familiar with quilled beasts, are you, I say, because it feels good to talk to her. Which I think is so sweet. Why am I falling in love with Bechtel? I think it's so sweet. He's just trying to talk to her, and she has no idea, and she's just hungry. He's feeding her the finest of the meat. Oh my god, fuck no. <laughs> Fucking cook that cook shit. <laughs> oh my god, gross. <laughs> Hope it tastes like sushi. <laughs> Okay, but also we just like, I know that Georgie and most of the people in the cargo hold are American. I was like, I feel like Americans are the only ones who are like, ew, we don't eat organs from animals. That's gross. When you're hungry, you're going to eat whatever you fucking want. Well, I'm just saying, it's like, I've had some Vietnamese um, beef stew. Mm -hmm. There's a fucking heart in there. Oh. Yeah, I was, like, digging in with my little chopsticks, and I, like, pulled it out, and it had, like, the, um, the aorta and the, the vena cava, and I was like, oh, okay. Did not feed us cow? I don't know if you were in my class, but were you ever in his class? Well, yeah, I did, I did not like him. Oh. He fed us cow brain. Yeah, no, I did not. Yeah. It was actually quite tasty. You know, of all the things to eat, I think brain is where I kind of draw the line. Because there are so many diseases that just settle in the brain. And if you eat them, you get that. And that's how you Maybe get Maybe it med- wasn't the brain. It was something. It was some animal because, major organ. Because that's how you get, like, mad cow disease. Then it might have been heart. I can definitely see heart. I think it was heart then. But not brain, because that's how you get mad cow disease, and a zero out of ten would not work. You don't even have to eat the brain to get mad cow disease. You just have to eat, like, infected meat from an infected cow. Mm, that's gross. Yeah, it's it's really gross. So I just, I draw the line at brains. It's like, I ate the heart. It wasn't bad. It's just a little tough. No. Yeah, I think it was the heart. I don't, he fed us something, because we also had eye. I didn't eat the eye. Someone else did. Well, I'm just saying, like, eyes are considered a delicacy in some cultures. So, like, really, I think only Americans are the ones who are just like, ew, organs are gross. And then you have Vectal being like, I carve the most tasty tidbits and feed them to her. And she protests the entire time. (laughs) But at least her belly is filling. 
And this is where he is just like, all right, I'm going to test to see how much she knows about the environment. And then she immediately puts herself in danger again. (laughs) But then she finally gets to take a bath. Yeah, after the face-eating fish go away. I know, which is, uh, yay, Vectal. It's okay, no monsters. Wash. Vectal wash. Okay, so chapter seven from Georgie's point of view. Oh, this is where she sees his peener. Hung like a horse. (laughs) I try not to stare and fail. It's just so, like, abrasive. And I tell myself that I should realize that a dude who's been seven feet tall will have an enormous cock. It's size appropriate. I'm almost prepared for it. Though the sight of it growing erect makes my thighs clamp together in trepidation. I'm not prepared for ridges. He has a very big, thick cock. Why? Like, why? (laughs) Because it's smut, Maria. I know. You're just like, me, 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 me. Sex cells. (laughs) I feel This book is popular (laughs) on TikTok for a reason. It is. Yeah, I suppose. But basically... He gets in the water that smells like rotten eggs, but it's warm. Well, it's, it's sulfur. Like, you've spring. been to a hot spring. Yeah, you and I went together. I know. I went camping. <laughs> and then it rained. I still had fun. Yeah, I know. Our tent didn't leak, so 10 out of 10. I know. But um, this is what I think is hilarious. He is trying to bang her. <laughs> yes. And she's like, all right. She's like, I'm not against selling sex if you go save my friends. They're like in the thing together. And she tells him, I will bang you if you take me up that mountain. Yes. And she teaches him how to kiss. Because I guess aliens don't kiss. You know, the only reason humans kiss is because you have so many nerve endings in your lips that it's sensitive. So it just makes sense that you put two sensitive parts together. That's why people like feet. I... It's smut, Madison. <laughs> there is zero feet fucking in this book that I know of. We don't know that yet. <laughs> um, there is definitely monster fucking. So what's the difference? A feet and aliens. Ribbed penises. Feet touch the ground. They're dirty. Penises pee. <laughs> and you wipe them clean. Guys don't wipe. They jiggle jiggle. <laughs> is that what that song is? <laughs> <laughs> no. But I'm glad you knew it. <laughs> My peanut don't jiggle, jiggle. It folds. Okay. So anyway, she's teasing him by kissing him to lead him to have her, to have him take her to the mountain. And then he like tries to take her somewhere else, and she says no. So one of the little caves that they and have. she I falls. A side note: in this alien culture they have little caves that the hunters will go in leave stuff for the other hunters that come through it's like a hunting which cabin. i think is nice yeah it's nice it's like a hunting cabin those those exist here in the real world oh i didn't know that yeah know that. but then georgie decides to be an a-hole and try and do things herself i don't think she's being an a-hole because you have like she wants to go to her friends she wants to save them you have like what 11 i think so more girls well i think what are the like six of them are in stasis pods yeah i think so you have five four four girls freezing their asses off up there hopefully still freezing their asses off yeah so i don't blame her for being like we need to go up the mountain now but then falls into a hole this is terrifying this is essentially like 
you're just walking down the street and you fall into a fucking sinkhole. She goes, I'm not alone. I am, I am in deep, deep shit. Yes. And then we go into part three. <laughs> and again, we have more Star Wars references. That they, she thinks they look like Wookiees. Which are White so cute. White Wookiees. White Wookiees. Apparently with lots of teeth. And then what did she say that they look like? Um, it's almost like an ugly puppy. I smile and get to my feet slowly, noticing that the puppies are all a foot taller than me. Hey there. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. And instead, I realize they aren't like puppies at all, but more like vicious, angry monkeys. <laughs> I would have just pooped myself at that point. Oh, okay. But there's nothing else to do. And it's like pulling at her. And then from above, there's a wild, ferocious roar. The entire ceiling seems to cave in. Vectal, thank God. And then... Big, our big alien boy saves her, and he seems very upset. He should be. She just walked off without him. His, what is it? Gooey? His resonance. Yes, his resonance. His, his mate. mate. We have on page 86. I hate this place. I hate that it's cold, and it's snowing all the damn time. And everything wants to eat my freaking face. I hate that I'm wearing a smelling gross jumpsuit and that I ate raw meat and that there are dozens of girls up the hill that probably would kill to be in my place right now and I can't even feel grateful. Understandable. She's almost gotten attacked how many times by different alien monsters and she just had oral pleasure given to her by an alien that she was not expecting and she just took a bath. It's very traumatizing. And then you have to put your stinky clothes back on. You're like... I know. Like, what was the point? Now I'm sad. <laughs> what was the reason? And then we're going back to Vectal's point Vectal. of view. I don't really have anything for this chapter. Vectal, is, he's just like, it's okay, it's okay. And then we have the, the now you're mad at me. <laughs> she snips oh, loudly and then bursts into tears. But then she wants to cook. So, and he's like grossed out because he's like, who cooks meat? You eat it raw. Well, he says, you're burning off all the flavor. She exclaims over each bite, and by the time the food is gone, her eyes are getting drowsy and content. That's how you know it was a good meal. <laughs> he goes hunting. She stays in the the cave. He comes back, and oh. she's like, mountain? <laughs> and then he tells her, tomorrow. And then she starts, like, getting close to him and, like, touching him. And starts learning words in his language. Which makes sense, because I would want to know some, some of the language that, um... Of the traveler I'm with. Well, here's the funny part where she goes, what's this? She asked. Her fingers brush over my forehead to the bony ridge there and then my nose. Face? I don't understand what she's asking. I touch her cheek. Face like yours. But she gives a small head shake and rubs one of the ridges with a small fingertip. It makes my cop... (laughs) My my cop... My cock leak leap to attention and now I'm fully erect and aching. My pulse pounding directly to my groin. And then... She's just like, what is the ridges on your face? And he's like, now I'm hard. (laughs) The touch, it just really gets me going. But then we go to Georgie's part, her point of view, and she gets mad that he tells her no. He's just trying. She's She's not mad. To be respectful. Which, good for him. We we stand Bechtel. You're just like, I love the big aliens. (laughs) Maria's about to be one of those people who's just like... The blue alien smut books? Yes. <laughs> she already is. She's already recommended. I have. This really, is where, a big where Georgie is literally 
crossing into monster fucking territory. She's like, it's pretty intoxicating with this this guy. He just like stares at me like I hung the moon. Now I want to sleep with him. <laughs> I touched him back, gripped that big, delicious cock in my hand and gave it a squeeze to let him know I was willing to play his game. <laughs> but also she teaches him how to make out. Kiss. She teaches him the word kiss. 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 <laughs> She's like, the friskier I get. I guess I don't need to ask about birth control, do I? I'm not on the pill, not that it matters now, since I'm pretty sure that since we're different species, you can't get me pregnant. And I'm pretty sure in philosophy, a ha- any hairless bipedal is considered human. So someone plucked a chicken and was like, behold, you're human. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> chicken <laughs> it's just just a hairless bipedal and i think technically i mean they're fuzzy but they're not they're pretty much hairless yeah so i would consider him human-ish i don't know do you think they're too far genetically to get pregnant no i was that was one of my discussion questions oh well, sh- sorry it's okay i think it's a genuine question for us to have <laughs> as readers <laughs> you're like um so they begin to have Coitus. Yay. Fornication. I don't know if Vecto would consider it fornication, though. Thinks of it as resonant. Well, because to him, like, he's like, this is my mate. This is the only person I'm going to be with for the rest of my life. And she's just like, Which I'll... Is so sweet. And then she's also like, I'll fuck you so you take me back up the mountain. Oh. Just fucking for, um, gain. I think she legitimately wanted to have sex with him i think she did too but also like it's it's twofold she's like right i'm okay with having sex with you but also please save my friends so then we have this back to really great good for them vectal comes she comes we're all having a great time now we go back to vectal's point of view he wakes up, going to go hunting for her. He says uh, she wants to go up the mountain. And he says, you need to dress yourself. I'm going to go check the traps. So he goes. He's out there. And he finds something. And then he finds a five-toed foot. Like my Georgie. Frozen. Solid. As I stared down at it, I realized my Georgie's not alone. And this is why she was so frantic to get up the mountain. There are others like her. Or there were. Bum, bum, bum. I know. I was like, no. Who do you think it is? I was thinking maybe it was like one of the dead bodies that they just like put out there. Because I don't want to be in a a cargo hold with a dead body smelling the place up when I already have a shit bucket down there. Yeah, I agree. So that's that for this first section. For the next section, we're reading what? Section four to... Part four to um, when you get to the epilogue, stop. So basically, by the end of the second part, we'll have read, I think, all the, the original book. Because I think the special edition is you get the, the epilogues. I think it's like bonus Georgie's Hunt. Past part six. Yeah, page 218 is going to be the last page that you read. Thank you, because I was like... Bonus epilogue. Georgie goes hunting. Georgie. Ooh, Georgie. Georgie. Discussion questions? Yeah. Oh, so now Vectal understands why she's like, hey, I'd like to go up mountain. Yeah. Bah, bah, bah. Makes sense. All right. So what's yeah. your first discussion question? Okay. First discussion question is, would you have sex with an alien to say 
you had sex with an alien or let's say you had chemistry with it or for survival purposes only? This is a weird question because I'm married. Let's say Luke is an alien. Oh my God. <laughs> if Joshua was an alien. Yeah. I don't like your question. <laughs> it's, it's a valid question. I'm okay. Here. Yeah, it is. Survival purposes. Okay, here's the either, real either question. Either way. Obviously, the Vectol and the Sakui are an intelligent life force or whatever. So maybe it's not considered, like, bestiality. And that's where I'm kind of, like, iffy. Because no go <laughs> on <the> that. <laughs> You're like, mm, oh, no, this is weird. I agree. If, if Joshua was the alien, yes. But if... If he wasn't an alien and my life didn't depend, even if my life did depend on it, I probably couldn't do it. I mean, I just gonna, I just, just sit outside and freeze to death. That's also an option. Yes. I don't know. I would probably do whatever I could to stay alive without having to engage in pandering. Second question. Okay. Did you have any discussion questions? Oh, I have discussion questions. Okay, you can ask yours. Do you think uh, Dixon has strong world building in this section that we read? Remind me what strong world building is. So world building is when an author builds the world around you. So in the book. So we've established that they've gotten abducted and now they're on this ice planet that they are so lovingly calling not Hoth. And we know. I think so. Yeah. So we know that this planet has like two suns. And I think Vectal told us it has two moons. I think so. And so we know that Vectal has this thing in his chest that purrs. Mm-hmm. And he's very concerned that Georgie doesn't have one. And apparently to not have one means she's going to die. Yeah. And apparently the thing vibrates when you meet your your fated person. I don't know. I think she does a good job of like making you escape to a different planet. I think she does a, a better job. I'm sorry because I know you like Twilight, but... <laughs> She did a better job in Twilight. Like, okay. Because you have, like, Edward is just, like, weirdly attracted to Bella and no one knows why. It's like, you don't know her. There's no reason mm-hmm. for you to be attracted to her. Whereas, like, Vectol's got this weird thing in his chest saying, hey, her. Right. So, like, you know why he's, like, weirdly attracted to her instantaneously versus, like, in Twilight, you're like, why are you attracted to the weird new girl? She smells like... Because <laughs> she <yeah>. smells. <laughs> she smells like something to him. But, yeah. What's your next also question? Mine. Do you think the I can't get pregnant line is foreshadow? I didn't think I'm it was foreshadowing before you said anything about it. And now that we've talked about it a little bit, I'm like, oh, shit, she's going to get pregnant with an alien. <laughs> she's made it. She's made that statement multiple times. So let's say they do, in fact, get pregnant. What do you think this alien baby would look like? I don't. F- Dude, I don't know. I just like to imagine like it's a smaller version of Vectal. <laughs> Maybe it won't have a tail. Maybe it won't have the the resonance thing. Maybe. But it'll have, like, cool glowing eyes. I think the glowing eyes comes from the resonance thing. Oh, so if, if it doesn't have the resonance, no glowing eyes. Resonance, glowing eyes. Well, because he, he says, like, Georgie doesn't have, like, the glowing eyes of a cooey. Her eyes, like, yeah, her yeah, eyes. So I think it, they're, like, related. And those are the only two discussion questions I have for today. Okay, and then I have, why do you think they got kidnapped? Do you think Liz is observations are correct so i think liz is right 
I feel like that's the only reason that aliens would abduct you. Or unless they're, you know, they have a deal with the government and they're taking you so they can conduct experiments. All right, I didn't ask for your conspiracy theories. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think there were any tropes in this and did they work or did they not work? I always forget. You use the word trope on me. Okay, so the trope in this book, I would say, would be the the like helpless damsel in distress. That's basically what she is. But she's pretty capable. She made it all the way there without anyone's help. So like he could find her. But um, the other trope would be like the faded pairs thing. And I want to know if you think that's overdone, if you don't like it, or if you like it because it establishes why the attraction. I like it. I think it, it like, yeah, it might be overdone, but like she does it in a different way. Because like, what book do you read? That have an alien and a human falling in love. Um, wasn't like a maybe it wasn't an alien, but wasn't there a movie where some like deaf lady falls in love with a fish? No, but the movie, the B movie, oh is the lady that falls. In love with a <laughs> <laughs> maybe that one. <laughs> that's okay. It's just that's so weird. I'm not the director. Of that movie. Whoever decided the B movie <laughs> needed to be a thing is a weirdo. Okay. And my last question is because I know you're very judgmental. Did anyone or thing make some questionable decisions? If they did, what are they? Did anyone or anything make I mean, I feel like Georgie's pretty rash at this point. She's just like, you know what? I'm gonna bang this alien. Well, first of all, I would like to say... The aliens that abducted these humans uh, were dumb. Why did they have to do that? But because if they didn't do that, we wouldn't have a story. I think you're right about the whole Georgie thing. Like, does she really have to have sex with Bechtel? Or was she just curious? And, you know, curiosity kills a cat. So she just had to try it. But that's it. You're just like, Georgie needs to try this ribbed alien dick. Oh, Georgie. If she's having a good time, you know what? All the more power to her. I'm just saying with like, if any of the, if George was to go back to Earth, human man, dudes aren't going to do it for her anymore. Exactly. Yeah, the monster schlong that's ribbed. So is his tongue. And he's got this built in clit stimulator. Exactly. She even compared him to the rabbit that she used to have. And she says, but he is so much better. Maybe Ice Planet Barbarians is why men can't get laid these days. Like. All these women are like, you know what? I want the alien. You don't have an alien. (laughs) (laughs) You just can't compete. Good for Georgie. She found it. She likes it. She's down. All right. Do you have any theories? I guess the theory would be: Do you think Georgie is pregnant? I think Georgie's gonna get. They're gonna have a little bit more sex. Well, hold on. Are her friends okay? I was just about to say that. I think theory of. They just dump the bodies, but the, the survivors are okay. I want to go with that, too. I don't think that they would kill Liz and Kira right off the bat. Why would the other girls kill Liz and Kira? Well, I'm not saying the other girls. I'm, I'm saying the author would kill oh, oh, okay. Liz and Kira off of that. And if she were to kill one of the girls from the thing, because she already killed the two when they crashed, mm-hmm. she would probably choose like a, a very minute character. You think the the little redhead girl died? Could be. Or, here's another theory. Liz goes and tries to find 
Georgie. Isn't Liz's like leg broken or something? It's either her or Kira. One of them broke something. Because like the reason they sent Georgie is because Georgie can actually walk. I think a lot of them couldn't. Yeah. So I'd have to think of someone who's able body enough to walk to go out there. But I don't think I don't think either of them, any of them left. So ultimately, I think it was just one of the dead bodies that they were able to move out. But then let's say they find the girl, they take him to this cave, but Georgie's already pregnant at this point, and then she finds out she's pregnant. Dun dun dun. And then basically, what if the but alien didn't Vectel say she's gonna die anyways? Well, that's what I'm saying. What if the the alien race is like, no, you cannot be in our. Well, he community. says to not have a cooey is is death sentence, so maybe she's just right. going to die anyway. But there's also 20 more books, so I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. I think they're going to rescue the girls. Hopefully the dead body isn't anyone, and um, that's was alive previously, other than the two girls that died during the crash. They're all going to live happily ever after with weird alien boyfriends. Yay. But I, the only other thing you have to think about is... Are the original aliens going to come back? Unless they go back to where the Cause crash I think, site is. Yeah, because I think Kira said they were going to drop the cargo off until they fix the ship and then come back for mm-hmm. it. So that could be a chance. Ooh, I don't know. I I think I want to go with, I think they go back and it's not there anymore. It's not there anymore? And they, and they dump the bodies. Yeah, and they left the dead bodies and then they took everyone else. <sighs> Oof, so Georgie's just stuck. Georgie's by herself. Dude, that was suck. Also, what happened to Georgie's pants? What pants? She had, like, her pajama pants as, like, a hood when she first left the cargo hold, and I we haven't heard about her shorts since then. Oh, I don't know. She probably lost them when she got it. When up, she got upside down. <laughs> caught in the snare. <laughs> yeah. My pants are missing. My pants. Where are my pants? <laughs> But anyway, I'm excited to keep reading. Well, I'm glad you like my alien smut pick. Thanks. I needed it. <laughs> there's no been there's been no incest so more. There has been murder. Yes, but no incest. Which I'm I'm okay with. I can make do without incest. <laughs> just, Luke's reading something and he was just like, So I'm reading this new book and I think he's like, the two characters don't know, but I think I know that they're related. And I was like, oh. why is incest in everything? <laughs> you just got to put the book down at that point. It's like icky. It's it like is. Star Wars all over again. When you find out Luke and Leia are related and you're just like, but they kissed. Ew. But it was only a pack. Doesn't matter. Yeah, gross. Okay. So for next section, we're reading the beginning of part four to the epilogue. So technically we're finishing the book, but we're going to include the epilogue as part of the book because I didn't know when I picked this book. That's okay. But yeah, so I guess join us next week for more Alien Smut. (laughs) Yay! You like said you were excited earlier, now you don't look excited. (laughs) No, because I want to go read it now, but I have to go pack my food first. Okay, have fun meal prepping. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye! Bye!